Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1, Bart Gets an F, and let's throw it to, switching up this season, cold open, Nick. Arr, a quarter! He'll be dancing for hours! Uh, that was Sea Captain. Yeah, yeah, that was Captain good. McAllister. Was that okay? Did I do it? Did I did I nail I the thought, gruffness? Yeah. As soon as you started, I knew who you were doing. Yeah. So I'd say that's a good impression. Yeah. I love that scene. Perfect. Just like the dancing Pete character might be my favorite, like one off of all time. That's that's absolutely absolutely brilliant. But man, we made it to season two. Yeah. Uh, it took us what was it? Less than a month. Uh, a little over, a little over yeah, six weeks, I want to say, yeah. something like that. We got through season, we are the doldrums, the, the dark days of season one. It wasn't that bad. Like there were some poopy episodes, but for the most yeah. part, like, they were, they were okay. We're about to get spoiled this season, in my opinion. Like this now, season's great. Question. Is this the season? Again, we'll revisit this, I guess, at the end of the season. Is this the season where Simpsons becomes the Simpsons or is it still like those seeds being planted? Because I still feel like. We're, we're we're almost there we're at like season three yeah season three episodes. season four i feel like almost everything's been established and obviously they throw you know new characters and one-off characters and stuff at us but um i'm with you i think this is still kind of probably going to be laying groundwork but just instead of uh digging uh for the foundation like we've already like we're just uh <laughs> we're furnishing the place you know yeah yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And uh, like, I, I have some memorable season two episodes. I actually put it out there on our Twitter yes, page at Simpsons underscore uh, EBE of, you know, what's your favorite? What immediately comes to mind for season two? Uh, at All Right 90s, who do the It'll Be All Right in the 90s podcast, they said it's a tie between uh, Lisa Substitute and Bart the Daredevil. Now, Bart the Daredevil, that's a oh, classic man. for. You know, it's a funny one. Lisa Substitute also a good one because it's a really heartfelt and uh, well-written episode with a major guest star in Dustin Hoffman. So we get a little bit of kind of everything in, in those two right there. And uh, this one that we're going to be talking about here, uh, Bart Gets an F. Um, a lot of strong memories about this one because I think it resonated a little bit more uh, with me when I was younger because, you know, you were kind of scared of failing, right? Oh, like sure. even I, yeah when we were growing up, I think it was already past the point, like early two thousands that they wouldn't really hold people back, but you'd still like, you didn't want to. Yeah. You'd hear uh, rumblings of like, Oh, you might get held back if you do, but usually they just kind of push kids through at that point. Right. That's true. So it doesn't like the, the threat of being held back doesn't really hold weight as much for us, I guess, but things like this uh, did happen. And in rare cases, they, they still happen. I guess when we were growing up, I did know a couple people who did, but it was a very rare um, circumstance. So season two. Yeah. What do uh, you think the, how I ended season one recap kind of with, teasing season two with, uh, with, with Homer. Yeah. The Homer. The, yes. Yes. Uh, that is, yeah, I guess kind of a tease towards the end of season two. Um, Great episode. Uh, this fantastic so episode. Really strong ones. Maybe not like really, really memorable ones for lines, but you're right. A lot of really strong, uh, episodes and it was clearly evident that the series was becoming stronger because uh, heading into the fall of 1990 the Simpsons went from Wednesday nights on Fox to Thursday nights uh, and their time slot was going to be head-to-head right up against the Cosby show and people some people thought that hey the Cosby show 
had been around for so long by this point that uh, they'd wiped the floor with the Simpsons, but uh, they, they stayed right with them. Uh, huge numbers coming out of the, uh, out of the summer. And it, it's fitting that they go with a, a first episode based around Bart because he was, uh, he really exploded over the summer of 1990. And that's when a lot of people started giving him attention because of his uh, kind of negative student uh, perception, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, why is yeah. this negative kid getting so much attention? And the writers are like, hey, kids like this exist. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. they're not all, yeah, they're not all goody two shoes. There are people like this. And it's it's probably the reason why we're so uh, liked, because it, people see themselves maybe a little bit in Bart or some of the other characters. So, yeah, I wasn't like someone that would graffiti or anything like that. But this episode in particular, I, you know, would stress out over exams and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you needed a certain grade to get this, um, you know, your parents are going to see your, your report card, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like, I know a lot of people that still have dreams, like they still have an assignment to, because <laughs> there was this like, I'm one of those people. I yeah, still have like a dream where it's like, oh no, like, did I finish that like thing, like for English class or whatever? Like that, that's due. Um, yeah. Uh, so this episode just encompasses that feeling. And um, I haven't seen it in a while, but I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to really like it. Yeah, me too. And uh, before we get to our um, our uh, episode here of really getting into it uh, and give our ratings, uh, let's see if uh, you can do a little. It's it's kind of trivia, but it's not. What was right. going on in the world when uh, season two started in October? of 1990 so neither of us were born yet we're getting no, we're getting kind of close but neither of us were born uh can you guess the artist i won't get, make you guess the song or anything try and guess the artist uh who was ha, who had the top song in the charts that week he had top song in both uh the north america and the uk can you can you take a guess um hmm. was it a pop genre yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think he's. That makes I think sense. he's pop. I'm pretty sure he's pop. So he was it. Michael Jackson. Uh, you got half of it right. You got the Michael part. It was uh, George Michael with the song uh, "Praying for Time." Wonderful, wonderful song that I've never actually heard before. Yeah, I've, I've never no heard of that, that either. Is. Yeah. Uh, the top three movies, not not from this week, but uh, in October of 1990 in general. Can you guess any of the movies? Two start with G, and are one word. Two start with G. Uh, yeah, the other is three words and starts with an M, the first word. Goonies was earlier, I thought. Yeah, it's not Goonies. It's not no, Goonies. that was the 80s. Um, hmm. One is starts a very memorable scene. I don't really m know much about the movie. Um, the other one is a gangster movie. Uh, the other one, I have no idea what it's about, but apparently it was the top grossing film of October 1990. It's a gangster movie? Are you mm -hmm. including the in the title or just... Nope, nope, there was no, no. the. All right. Hmm. Uh, hit me. What is it? All right, so it was Goodfellas. That's the gangster movie. Oh, gosh, yeah, I love that. Uh, Lake, Lake, shout out to the late great Ray Liotta, one of the shout outs of late great who actually has passed. Uh, he was fantastic in that. Ghost with that stupid scene with Patrick Swayze <sighs> and Demi Moore. Uh, hey, I that no, is, you know, I'm surprised they haven't, you know, when the scary movies were coming out, how come there wasn't a scene where it was like a, combination of that and paranormal activity you yeah know? you'd think somebody would I, like, I can't that, recall that writes itself. So. yeah and the other one i don't even know what it is marked for death that sounds like it's like an arnold Mark movie or something death. or maybe stallone never seen it 
Never seen no. it. Never even heard of it. Uh, the top video game, lastly, top video game in North America during that in month. In 1990? Yeah. Um, it must have been on the Super Nintendo, no? Super Nintendo hadn't come out yet. It was almost, uh, I think, oh, it came out so in 1991. So it would have been any. It would have been an NES game. NES. Yeah. Uh, Zelda. Uh, no, it was Super Mario Three. Super Mario Three. Oh gosh, yeah, that's um, one of the best Super Marios. Yeah. What is the, what is the best Super Mario? Off the top. I think of most people say that uh, Super Mario Bros. Two is the best. The so. one, the one where it's like the remake of that other Japanese game. Yeah, I believe so. Is that the one you're talking about? Well, you have to like throw eggs at that pink dinosaur thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but three, you know, I think all three of them sold like ridiculously well. So that'll be maybe that'll be a next. Maybe that'll be a question for uh, our Simpsons Twitter page. At I did not have an ABG. Did you? I did actually. My mom had one, and I so I grew up with one. I had uh, the original Super Mario Brothers game. I don't think I had three, but I got to say my favorite of them all is probably uh, Super Mario World. I love. Uh, me some super mario world but enough about mario it's time for the ratings bart gets an f uh what do you got for this one off the top i'm gonna give an f you no um (laughs) i guess you know what i'm gonna go with a 7.5 starting 7.5 that's a pretty high rating yeah uh, to start the season especially we're coming out of the kind of crap fest well, that was some enchanted evening. But. There's also a, like a winter portion where they have a snowball fight. And I love that so much. It's like just on the cusp of Christmas break. I'm just nostalgic for anything like that. Um, so I it gets s- like a full point just for that. <laughs> I could see your like fantasy dream world where you would be. It'd be like December 23rd. Christmas is around the corner. You're going outside with your buddies building forts to have a snowball fight. Uh, you go inside to have some soup and hot chocolate or something for for lunch, and you go outside and, and go skating or something. Is that like the typical Shane at 11 years old, if you could go back in time type of fantasy? Oh, yeah, lots of uh, marshmallows um, and hot chocolate and spending hours upon hours just outside freezing your butt off with, uh, you know, you'd be outside playing in the snow for so long that when you came home, you had to, like, hang your clothes on top of the dryer vent. Oh, yeah. so yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Those, those are the days, my friend. Those are the days, uh, for this one. Um, I'm going to give it a fairly high rating for me off the bat. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Uh, I feel there are some good, uh, spots in this episode, good gags. And overall it's a pretty strong story. Maybe not the funniest, but still a pretty strong episode, especially we're still relatively fresh in the series coming out of, uh, season one. Um, you want to just get to it? Let's get to it right now. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. Bart gets an F. Here it comes. So here it is. Bart gets an F. October 11th, 1990. Right off the bat, everything's much cleaner, eh? Oh, yeah. They must have. Well, I'm not sure when they got the word that they were going to get a second season. Because um, initially, it wasn't guaranteed they were going to get a second season. No, no, yeah. no. So <clears throat> they probably got a bigger budget, right? I imagine. Yeah. And uh, the guy eating the sandwich is replaced by Burns and Smithers. This yeah, is a much. This is the first, uh, the shorter intro. This is the first time we see it. Um, yeah, no more bus people. Series. No, no more bus people. Lisa riding, or Lisa, yeah, Lisa riding her bike. Um, yeah, she's no longer it, carrying a different instrument case. Yeah, right? that's clearly not a saxophone. Yeah, it wasn't a saxophone at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, now it's just Bart passing by various uh, Simpsons characters. It's funny that Jacques is in there. Um, yeah, I guess they liked him so much from season one. Yeah, I don't blame him. No, he, he stole that episode. And the chalkboard gag was, uh, I will not encourage others to fly. Definitely something Bart would do. Something I'd probably do. I could probably would have convinced my friends that. Right. Couch gag, they fall through the floor. At least it's different. It's not bad. Bart, there will be no further interruptions. It was better than when, like, they, like nothing would happen. Season one. I seen a greater or more noble thing than you, brother. Come on and kill me. Oh, uh, the chalkboard gag was, I will not encourage others to fly. Yeah, yeah. To kill a bull. To make love to a woman. For you listening out there, I said that about 30 seconds before Shane did it. I don't think he was listening to me. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. So Martin does his best Hemingway here, doing his uh, book report. Did you guys have to, like, when you were doing ISUs, like big projects in uh, high school, did you, did you go all out on projects? Did you, like, ever dress up as a uh, character? We never dressed up, but we did have to present our book reports in front of the class. Yeah. I fake electrocuted one of my buddies one time. Fake electrocuted? For a book yeah. report? Well, it wasn't a book report. It was on uh, it was on the death penalty in Canada in a law class. Uh, that's extra credit. It is. It should have been. I've definitely done something like this before. Bart is basically putting in no effort in his book report because he doesn't like reading. I can relate. Yeah, my one stuff. Yeah, my one buddy, uh, grade twelve, did the exact same thing. He didn't read the book; he just got the gist of it, and they did a good live presentation. I think it was Into the Wild, and uh, he got an A on it. If you, that just shows people if you have good improv skills, you're gonna be good. Oh yeah, if you're good at um, just talking, you can get pretty far in life. So Bart's going through the names of what the, the pirate could be. It actually is Long John Silver in uh, Treasure Island, isn't it? Yeah. Was this uh, was this me when you told everyone what the chalkboard gig was? <laughs> Clear. I think so. Blah 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 blah. Sorry. Um. Oh. See, another reason why I like this episode so much. I love when there's yeah. video games in there. This is one of their first real good, uh, like, kind of nonsense video games that give you a good chuckle. Because why would every, why would there ever be a, a game called Escape from Grandma's House? I don't know, but I'd play it. I would too. It's not. It's, it's arcade, just straight nonsense. Totally different yeah. than anything else there. No, we get an itchy and scratchy. Would let them eat scratchy. Yeah, this episode has a little bit of everything already. Yeah, this is a heck of a start. Which is which continuity? Hoops, you get fired for that later on because Homer loves soup skin. But uh, yeah, I used to hate that one. I leave my soup and get that gross skin on top. Uh, we got to give Homer, you know, a pass. He does have a crayon touching his brain. It's true. Wow, Homer really got close to. Yeah, his head became about four feet high. Well, as long as I'm here, I might as well kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> 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 
That's a good visual. All of Lisa's uh, paperwork and all her good grades on the fridge. And the only thing Bart had was a a little cat drawing from first grade. <laughs> Someone at The Simpsons really likes King Kong. Yeah, they do a lot of big ape-related things in the series. Burning the candle at both ends, eh, boy? Go get him. All right, okay. Let's take care of some business. <clears throat> Chapter one, A Dream of Freedom. On September 15th, 1620, Puritan... I never understood why he never asked his sister for help, who clearly has the whole studying thing down pat. Yeah, like, Lisa could probably figure out some way to uh, really quiz and entertain Bart at the same time. Never study before bed, though. In my opinion, it's a bad move. No, don't. Never, never ever do that. If you're going to study, do something that you like before bed. Could you study? Like, were you a good studier? No, I wasn't a good studier, but yeah, I did study. Yeah. I could, uh, I could take just like the gist of things and then I kind of work around it. I was like a B minus C plus student in general. Yeah, I was typically A unless I didn't like the subject, i.e. French. <laughs> yeah. First time we've seen or get lines anyways from Sherry and Terry since uh, Homer's Odyssey. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell a little story after this. This moment here. Let's just listen to this. And where they land? Sunny Acapulco. And why they leave England? Giant rats. Cool. This one's coming alive. So, in tenth uh, grade in civics class, we were watching Hotel Rwanda, and this guy Thane wasn't really paying attention to the movie. And so, toward the end, he was asking me a bunch of questions about, like, what happened in the movie. And I was like, oh, I, no worries, Thane, I gotcha. And I I was an ass. I did what Sherry and Terry did, just give stupid answers, didn't make any sense. And it was like, what did the man say, Don Cheadle's character, when he saw the Tootsies murdering the Hutu, or whatever it was? And uh, I think I put the answer down was, I seemed to have lost my wallet. And he got reamed out by the teacher for putting down dumb answers. So. Oh, you always should have paid more attention what you're going to do. That's true. That's yeah, yeah. That's Carla. That's Carla. What's the matter, son? Shout out to those kids though that know that you're cheating off them and they don't care. They like make it even easier. Yeah, sometimes like you know my friends and stuff would ask me for help on something. I'd I'd help them. What the hell does it matter to me? I don't care. Come closer. Yes, dear. What is the disease she's looking at? She thinks Bart has a Moria. Colitis or something? I'm not sure if that was a real thing. That, well, it probably was. Did you ever fake sick? Yeah, but it wasn't usually to get out of tests or anything like that. It was. You want a day off? Sometimes. But usually, if I. You know what? Maybe I didn't. You never fake sick? Good for you, man. I definitely do. No, I don't. I'm trying to think back. I don't think I actually. What about that history test, huh? This actually apparently is a. Uh... Uh -huh. Number 
Oh wait, no, it's not a real. It is a fictional illness. It is not real. Uh, Amoria phlebitis. So, if you want to get away with something, maybe just say that, and somebody will believe you. If you want to fake sex. Oh yeah, I just I just didn't want to go. The thing is, it would mess me up because then, like, I'd go to math class after missing missing a whole lesson, and everyone else knows. You know, they've practiced the equation. Yeah, you'd be the formula. And I'm, you know, I'm one class behind. One lesson behind. Jay, Not a good thing to do. No, it really isn't. Just, then you're just playing catch up, pretty much. How should I put this? Proud of it. One of his problems may be his short. There's the underachiever and proud of it. Became a T-shirt. Oh my gosh. Bart has failed his last four exams in history. Is there anything you're not telling us? No. Every other student in the class has shown at least some form of improvement, and yet you continue to struggle. Why is that? I don't know. I always feel bad for kids who are like this. Who, you know, they might suck at history or something or whatever. Just a, they need something different. Something different to, to, to focus on to their strengths, you know what I mean? Like something with their hands or something? Oh, sure. But then, like, the reality is some people are just not good at really much anything. No. Sometimes. Sometimes people, you get kicked by a horse, and you get kicked by a horse. There's nothing you can do about that. You just carry on with your life. Almost everyone has some sort of talent, though. Oh, I thought you were going to say almost someone, everyone knows someone who got kicked by a horse. Oh, no. I hope not. I, I actually don't, I don't even think I kicked by a horse. Man, those parent-teacher uh, interviews sucked as well. I don't remember actually being there, though. You never had to go? Oh, wow. No, like, no, like I was there, but I wasn't in the room while it was happening. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I had to be... In, I think, yeah, the way my grade school and high school did it was you were in the room with your parents. There's a nice little gag there when they were all getting off the bus and Wendell was trying to hold in his barf. Good call back to season one. No longer Bart the genius, definitely not. This is what that episode should have been. Yeah. Love that origin story. That is pretty good. All right, class. The topic is world literature. What was the pirate's name in Treasure Island? <laughs> this is how imaginations run wild, though. It is. This could be a dream right here. Like somebody's dream now. Quit bugging me about the stupid pirate. Long John Silver, Dad. I heard that Bart Jr. I want to see both of you after class today. It's funny because, like, in in life, like this this older version of Bart is right. Like, who cares about some stupid fictional pirate that you would have read about in fourth grade? It does the most ninety percent of the things probably, maybe even higher that you go through in school. Sure, I guess it's just teaching you to absorb information and then remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently not for a very long time, but yeah. I had a couple of kids like Martin. I mean, not to the extreme, but like a couple of people that they were—they were really smart kids, and like they weren't bad people. 
but they yeah. they didn't really understand how to socialize. I think uh, in my school they knew how to socialize. They were actually like one some of the popular people, but then they were also really smart and the teacher's pet. And it's like whenever you did a presentation, like you compare your Bristol board that you did or whatever to theirs. <laughs> Their Bristol board's got like glitter and 3D, you know, cutouts and stuff like that. Um, hey, they just really like school. I think a couple of them are now actually teachers. Like they just love school so much. Decided to stay there, not as the bus driver. Though. I was almost gonna be a teacher, and then I decided, you know what, I don't want to do that. And now here I am doing whatever. I can't I see you dealing with kids with their cell phones and stuff. Oh, that's when you just hit them with a hose. Yeah, that's a paddling. Yeah. I do like this little back and forth of like Bart teaching Martin to be cool while Martin helps Bart to to study. It's probably never happened or very rarely happened in real life. Like the the popular kids and like you said, the popular kids and the smart kids, they don't really interact like this. <laughs> Martin's oh, failing on the slingshot. Yeah. He's reading algebra. He's like, Bart's got the comic book and the textbook. He's way better at graffiti than Bart. Yeah. Pretty soon you will be ready to try it with a real book. Is it the horse jockey whip? <laughs> He's not even reading. That's a good misdirect. See, and that was a real good kind of like montage sequence. Yeah, Remember some of the ones in, in season one, that like Bart the General, that went way too long? Yeah, too long. That was a good montage. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Told a story in like, what was that, two minutes? I think it was under that. I like how they, like they've, Martin's become manicky so high on energy, but the small details in the animation, like his hair and his eyes... This is when I think this is when they really start to capture the emotion of the characters in the animation. Yeah, I think so too. Well, old timer, I guess this is the end of the road. I know I haven't always been a good kid, but if I have to go to school, I do like how when things get desperate, characters in the show do pray. Yep. Like, they're their absolute last resort, which I'm assuming a lot of people have done before. Yeah, a lot of people do that. If they believe in Jeebus. Hey, don't say that. Uh, but, um, yeah. It's basically, it's kind of like meditation when things are going, uh, aren't going your way. Your pal, Bart Simpson. But it's usually always asking for stuff, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. And this is why one of the reasons why I love this episode so much. Snow days are rare, man. Like I, I get you. Yeah, I get why you're feeling this because it takes a lot, especially in Canada, for uh, school to actually be shut down because of snow. It's got to be a pretty substantial uh, amount. Get probably at least two snow days a winter. Really? It was mostly due to ice, though. 
I lived in a very small kind of farm town. That's the right. roads weren't maintained like pristine. So if we had freezing rain or something like that, uh, yeah, they would just snow it. Why would they be announcing like the? I love that they're announcing the the nuclear plants close. Like, why would they care? I do really like Bill and Marty though. They're underrated because they're really good representations. If you ever worked in radio, um, of like over the top stupid morning shows that like. Not all of them are like that, but it's like that real phony way of talking and stuff. Oh, yeah. This is the second snow day in the series, from what I remember. So this is the first, but I think there's only two. The other one being... Inner Sense of Snow, even though it technically wasn't a snow day. For... Oh, right, yeah. I guess it's it... a snow day for everyone else. Yeah. I do like that visual too. Again, of Bart being stopped by Lisa's shadow, even though lighting lies in like in the episode doesn't really make sense, but it was a really good look. And here's one of the best montages of the show at this point. Oh, you had a note uh, before we started recording on the sequence. Yeah, that it, this is one of the hardest in the earlier seasons because it's like a. It's a pretty detailed montage. You have people playing hockey, people skating, snowball fights, all sorts of different things going on. A few callbacks. I, I think, I don't know if, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, the opening when they're skating on the ice, I'm not necessarily sure if that was a little bit of a callback at the start. There's got to be um, some sort of, yeah. And here's the first appearance of uh, Mayor Quimby. He doesn't have a sash, though. <laughs> And then they start singing yeah. in, like the the Who's in Whoville. Yeah. And they're shocked again. Look at that. Oh, Louis going nuts. He wants to sing along now. Oh, there's a the camper salesman guy. And then this... You know what? I'm adding this to my to watch Christmas list now. Yeah, it, it's not a it Christmas. Kinda is. It's yeah, not. It kind of is. It's just, it's like December. Well, they're singing Early Winter December. Wonderland, right? Like, that's a Christmas song. Little subtle thing here as Bart goes into this. Uh... What's that uh, Keanu Reeves uh, trilogy? Um, where they go back to the past to learn history? Back to the future. No, no, uh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's Keanu Reeves. Back to the Future? No, I mean it. Bill and Ted. Yeah, sorry, Bill and Ted. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of here. Yeah, and that would have come out right around the first one anyways, right around this time, so. It would inspire a whole bunch of other things, like that stupid drunk history show. There's some great animation here, like that that snow sequence, the Bart going back to 1776 sequence. Please turn in your exam. Were you ever the last kid to finish their test? Oh, hell no. I was the first all the time. <laughs> I was that stupid kid who just raced through it. But then again, like when I got older, my teachers realized that if I weren't doing anything, then I would just talk to people. So they had me go around and help people. Oh, there you go. And also, in what world is a 59% an F? Yeah, maybe Especially that's in elementary the way it is school. in the States. 
feeling by now? No, you don't understand. I really tried this time. That's a good line. What a great teacher. So how does Bart know that? How did he recite that? Like if he's uh, if he's demonstrated applied knowledge. And due to the difficulty and relative obscurity of the reference, you deserve your exam. Hey, it's only fair. You remembered something. I will pass you. How is it you can pass a grade by getting one like, D minus? Yeah. After failing like eight tests. Yeah. That's a good. He comes to the realization that he kissed Kerbop on the cheek. Part of this D minus belongs to God. And that's it. Bart thanks God for his uh, helping at D minus. Well, that show. So that show had thirty-three point six million viewers. For the start of season two, in terms of total viewers, that was five million more than the Cosby Show, and this was take the that. highest. Yeah, take that, Bill Cosby, you rapist. Uh, and so, this was the highest-rated show on Fox for five years. It, it was a, a football game that would actually beat it in the ratings in 1995. But like this, so many people were interested, and they were treated to a good episode. I'd say, would you? Yeah, uh, I'm sticking with my score of seven point five. Seven point five. Um. It, to me, that, that had a little bit of everything. We had Itchy and Scratchy. We had Gags. We had uh, Winter. <laughs> Which is big for me. Shane um, in his winter. Um, and for me, it was like relatable. Um, not like almost uh, being held back a grade, but uh, stressed out about tests and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I get that. And yeah, there really was in that first act. Like you said, we had, we had Itchy and Scratchy. We had some misdirections, a couple of nice little... Uh, gags in general. Louie, what did you think, Lou? He's, he's jumping up on my lap. He's very interested. What do you think? He put a paw on me. And that means he is agreeing with me on my final rating of a 6.9. I'll go up a little bit. Um, good it's dog. good. Yeah. Good, good boy, Lulu. Good boy. It's it's a, it's a pretty good episode. Like, there's a lot of good stuff in here. There's not really many real laugh-out-loud gags or real memorable ones. They're ones that, like, you get a chuckle with uh, every now and then. A good, good quantity Oh, my favorite would have to be Homer uh, having attention deficit disorder. And learning. Uh, it's inherited. That's, yeah, yeah, that's how Bart gets it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and the, the blank stare that Homer gives him is great. Yeah, when any anytime they, they cut to Homer and he has that just thousand yard stare, it's perfect. I'm going to go off the board a little bit with my best uh, liner gag. I actually, right. I'd forgotten about, I really like Krabappel's line to Bart. Of I thought you'd be used to failing by now. Like what a shitty teacher. That's so mean. Yeah. It's, it's so mean. But like the way that uh, Marsha Wallace delivers that line, there's like a, an air of sincerity in it. It's like she she really Krabappel really does think that oh you know it's Bart. Bart fails the time. Why the hell is he getting upset? Type of thing. So I thought that was a a pretty cool little line. Um, not quite into seven territory. I don't think it was as good as uh, like Krusty gets busted or Crepes of Wrath. But still an, an overall very solid outing to start off season two. 
Fair. Yeah, definitely a good episode all around. Yeah. Good episode all around. Um, Shane's going to wrap it up for us in our first outro. Uh, yeah, before we two. get to that, let me just do my spiel about where to contact. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, you can give us a follow and uh, rate us. That'd be great. And if you use Twitter, you can follow us on Simpsons underscore EBE for episode by episode. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, that's just about it. And then uh, unless you have something else you want to say, Nick, I'll I'll roll the extra. Yeah, I'm just hey, I'm looking forward to keep on on digging into season two because we got one coming up that uh, uh, if you think about it, you you will know me. For those who've never seen a picture of me, you probably won't. But uh, kind of touches me near and dear to the heart with uh, Simpson and Delilah. So I'm looking forward to that one. But Shane, play us out for episode one of season two. Have a good day, everybody. Take it easy. Our ninety C shanties on three compact discs. Blow the man down, mateys, blow the man down. Row, row, row your boat in the Navy. Come on and join your fellow man. Act now and get a bonus CD, Hornpipe Fever. Arr!